dedication, preparation, reflection. These are the pillars of what we do here at Fantasy AA. And of course, today we reflect with a touch of truth. We give out those fantasy awards for the week and talk about injuries and waiver wires. Welcome to the meeting. This is Fantasy Addicts Anonymous, the only AA that's not for quitters. I'm your fantasy football mentor, Antoine Y. Slicker. Follow me on all social media at Y. Slicker. Join the Patreon community, patreon.com forward slash fantasy AA. Choose your addiction level. Earn perks. Check out that bonus content. Of course, be true to thine self. Embrace your addiction. And as always, champ, earn your chip. Oh, man. This week was not a good week, man, as far as injuries were concerned. Uh, we had a lot of them. Um, unfortunately, you know, it's it's the nature of the beast. It's part of the game, and um, it is what it is. Biggest news of the week was Kirk Cousins of the Minnesota Vikings quarterback tearing his Achilles tendon. Uh, He is, in fact, going to be out for the rest of the season. He was, unfortunately, not the only person who tore their Achilles tendon this week as well. I want to get the names right here, people. Just give me one second. I believe there were two other people who tore their Achilles or ACL. Um, Excuse me. Grady Jarrett tore his ACL. He's out for the season as well. Uh, And that was Atlanta Falcons. Uh, lineman, defensive lineman who tore his ACL. Um, You know, it's unfortunate when those types of injuries happen. But, of course, we know that these are, you know, injuries that can happen to people. It's the nature of the beast. It's, It's part of the game. We don't want it to happen to guys, but... It happens to to people, so we we hope for speedy recoveries for those guys. Rams quarterback Matthew Stafford suffered a UCL sprain in his right thumb during the game against the Cowboys. Um, They got their asses beat against the Cowboys. Um, It was just another one of those things that didn't work out for four guys. So let's go down this injury report here. Now, it was initially said that Joshua Dobbs would be the starter for the Arizona Cardinals in week nine against the Browns. However, that is now changed. Joshua Dobbs will not be the starter. And it will either be Clayton Toon if Kyler Murray is not available to play. So, Clayton Toon will be the starter next week. If not, uh, 
Kyler Murray. So the plan is to have Kyler Murray ready, and the plan is to have Kyler Murray go. But if Kyler Murray does not go, it'll be Clayton Toon. It will not be Joshua Dobbs. Which is weird. I personally don't understand the move. But it is what it is. Arizona Cardinals running back Damian Williams. He did not return to the game against the Ravens with a foot injury. Of course, we just talked about J.D. Grady Jarrett from the Atlanta Falcons, but also wide receiver Drake London from the Falcons, groin injury, left the game early and did not return. Chicago Bears linebacker Tremaine Edmonds did not return with a knee injury versus the Chargers. Houston Texans tight end Tegan Quintararo. Quintarono? I don't know how to pronounce his name. Groin injury and center Jared Patterson with an ankle injury. Both did not return. Kansas City Chiefs linebacker Willie Gay, tailbone injury, did not return to the game against the Broncos. We talked about Matthew Stafford. He returned to the game. He, he set out a couple of series with Brett Rippon being the guy, but he returned to the game, and I believe he damn near finished the entire game. Uh, defensive back, Kobe Durant, shoulder injury. He was he left the game and did not return as well. We talked about Kirk Cousins suffering that Achilles tear uh, for the Minnesota Vikings. New England Patriots wide receiver Devontae Parker left the game early with a head injury against the Dolphins. Linebacker Jawan Bentley, hamstring injury, left the game. And then uh, Kendrick Bourne. He was the other one. He did not return to the game uh, with a knee injury, but he suffered a torn ACL. Um, he's done for the year as well. New York Giants quarterback Tyrod Taylor did not return to the game against the Jets and was taken to Hackensack Medical Facility for further examination after suffering an injury to his rib cage. He's going. He he remained there overnight. Um, I don't have an update on him at the moment here, uh, but he is, uh, you know, he had to stay overnight at the hospital for observation. Now, this is the same guy who had a punctured lung due to negligence from team doctors when he played for the Bills. So... Or the Chargers, excuse me, not not the Bills, the Chargers. Which led to Justin Herbert getting the start and Justin Herbert's career going the way it went, the way it's been. Um, tight end Darren Waller, hamstring injury, was also ruled out of the game. New York Jets lineman Al Woods, calf injury, and their offensive lineman Wes Switzer calf injury, did not return to the game. Center Connor McGover was ruled out with an issue with his kneecap. And he, my friends, has been placed on 
him and West Switzer have been placed on injured reserve. Um, so both of those guys are going to go ahead and miss uh, going to go ahead and miss that time. Um, it's already been said by the Chicago Bears that um, Justin Fields, he's going to be out again with that thumb injury. Bijan, 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 Tyson, Bijan is going to get his third consecutive start. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback, Kenny Pickett, rib injury, did not return against the Jaguars, and safety Minka Fitzpatrick had a hamstring injury and did not return. Philadelphia Eagles tight end Grant Calcaterra, he did not return, being evaluated for a concussion. Defensive tackle Milton Williams, shoulder injury, and Jalen Carter, back injury. They did not return to the game as well. And the Washington Commanders center, Ricky Stromberg, he had a knee injury, was ruled out of the game against the uh, against the Eagles. And wide receiver Curtis Samuel, that toe injury, that foot injury, he re-aggravated it during the game and missed the rest of the game. So there you have it. With that, um, again, man, the, the injuries here are are not good, not good, you know, not good. Those injuries are not good. But speaking of injuries, we want to talk about some of the things that have already taken place here as far as with um, guys are concerned. Daniel Jones one day after not playing has been cleared to play and he will be the starter in week nine against the Raiders. It's funny, man. You have your quarterback, you have Tyrod Taylor, the backup go down and they was out there playing with Tommy DeVito. Now all of a sudden, yo, Daniel Jones is good to go. We ain't rolling with we not rolling with DeVito out here next week is what they're basically saying. The Bills have signed Tampa Bay former Tampa Bay Buccaneers running back Leonard Fournette to their practice squad. Um, you know, I guess they need some help at the running back position. Of course, we know Damian Harris you know, suffered that neck injury, that neck and head injury um, a few weeks ago and had to be carted off, and he's on injury reserve. But I didn't see anything about Latavius Murray getting hurt or anything like that, but maybe maybe they're not happy with Latavius Murray's production. So that is what that is. Uh, the Eagles traded away Kadari Kad – Catavia Street and a 2025 seventh round pick to the Falcons in exchange for a 2024 fourth round pick. A lot of people are doing this. A lot of people are doing this, you know, to get out of, to get underneath, to get from underneath contracts. Um, this is the way that they're they're doing this now. We're we're trading future future picks down the road to to get this to get this open. Um, 
it is what it is. I don't know, man. You know, it seems like a time. You know, my Rams make some moves and do some things. The entire NFL starts to do that shit. Like, yo, we're gonna do this. We gonna do this. Like, as soon as we did that shit to get out of uh I forget who the first person we did that with. We did that with somebody to get from underneath their fucking contract. So oh, as soon as we did it with uh Allen Robinson earlier in the in the offseason, everybody started doing it. When we did it with Allen Robinson, everybody started doing it. Same thing when we started front loading contracts where we was front loading Aaron Donald's contracts. Uh, Cooper Cup, Ty Gurley, when we front-loaded their contracts so that we could easily get rid of them later on down the road um, with minimal uh, cap hit, people started doing that. And then when we started just saying fuck it and releasing guys or trading guys that weren't fitting the system, no matter how big their contract was and eating those big contracts, like when we traded Brandon Cooks, when we traded, uh, we got rid of Sammy Watkins, when we got rid of Jared Goff, you know, when we started eating those contracts, when we got rid of Ty Gurley, when we started eating those contracts, now everybody is like, oh, well, fuck them contracts. We'll eat them too. Like, it's just, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. You know, but it is what it is. So those are your notable injuries right there. As far as the waiver wire is concerned, man, um, We'll go to we'll go to you know I think that on the waiver wires I think your number one waiver wire pickup this week um, is probably going to be a quarterback with all the quarterback injuries and things like that it's probably going to be Kyler Murray a lot of people are going to be picking up Kyler Murray uh, this week we told you guys a couple of weeks ago to pick him up. Um, even last week we were telling you to pick him up. So I believe he's going to be the number one waiver wire pickup. Why? Because when this guy plays, he's a top 12 fantasy quarterback. Not, okay, we don't care that he's not winning games in real life. It's just this guy has the rushing upside. He has the, the ability to get the ball to his playmakers. And he's been a top 12 quarterback in fantasy every single year no matter what you know and even with the injuries even with missing half a season and shit the guy is he's a top 12 guy when he's on the field Sam uh, Sam Howell is probably going to be a pickup as well which I think he should be um, at the quarterback position so you want to get him of course everybody's they're going to be rushing out to go get Will Levis for his performance um, with his four touchdowns against Atlanta. I, again, think people need to need to pump your brakes a little bit. I understand, yo, he was out there. Um, but we need to, we need to, to temper a little bit. Uh, but when you're missing all of these, when you're missing these quarterbacks, you're going to have Sam Howell. You're going to have Will Levis available. Um, you're going to have Kyler Murray available. And the way I would rank them, I would go Kyler Murray. Now, that's, again, if you need somebody to play this week coming up, though, it's going to be Sam Howell, Will Levis, 
and then you'll do it uh, with Kyler Murray. That's if you need somebody to play this week. But if you're long-terming it, if you're thinking about the whole, the entirety of your, the remainder of fantasy, we're going with Kyler Murray as the number one QB that you need to be picking up, then Sam Howell, then Will Levis. Um, You know, if you're going to be in a massive pickle and you're going to need somebody and you don't have anybody, um, you're probably going to be going after Taylor Heineke. Um, He is going to be available. I believe he is now taking over the starting role there for Atlanta. After Desmond Ritter got benched. Number one running back. I mean, I can honestly see people picking up Chuba Hubbard after the uh, you know the game that they had there coming off the bye week. Miles Sanders wasn't really involved. I don't know what's going on with that. You got they paid him to be the guy. Don't know why they're not letting him do his thing, but it is what it is. It's gonna be what it's gonna be. But that'll be a pickup. I can see people picking up Leonard Fournette. I don't unless there's something, you know, going on with James Cook. I don't see Leonard Fournette being that much of an impact as far as fantasy purposes is concerned. You know, I, I again unless there's something going on, and I don't know of anything's going on with James Cook. But there's there was nothing to indicate in last week's game, or in the game the other day that James Cook wasn't the guy. I mean, this guy was doing everything. You know, he was catching. He was running between the tackles. He was good in pass protection. He, he did what needed to be done uh, for them and and put up a really good fantasy performance, in my opinion. But it's going to be what it's going to be. If Gus Edwards is still available for you, he'll probably be a pickup. I can see people going to the uh, Chicago running back who scored that touchdown Darianton Edmonds, uh, Evans, excuse me, Darianton Evans. Don't go that route, people. Please don't go that route. Roshan Johnson is back. He was still getting, you know, his, he was getting his legs back underneath of him. He missed a couple of weeks. You know, we're going to stick with Roshan Johnson here um, as far as that. There was talks that maybe, uh, Derrick Henry will be traded. If Derrick Henry is traded, Tajay Spears is going to be a big pickup for people. So you look out for that. But they are adamant and they are they are saying that they are not going to trade the uh, Derrick Henry. So you guys got to look out for that to see if that's going to happen. The news will break before waiver wires happen because the waiver wires happen, you know, Tuesday night going into Wednesday morning. Uh, trade deadline, I believe, is Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, believe the news about the trade will come out beforehand. But keep your eye out for that. If that trade goes down or Derrick Henry is moved out, Tajay Spears will be a pickup for you guys. You know, 
So we wanna wanna look out for that. As far as wide receiver is concerned, um, if, well, as soon as this thing loads here, man. Man. Jerry Goff just threw an interception here. Killing me, Jerry. Jared Goff threw a pick six out there, man. Ugh, it's not good for my fantasy team. Now, as far as the, the wide receivers are concerned, I believe number one pickup, uh, Jahan Dotson is going to be the number one pickup of the week because of the performance that he had. But we also have to understand that this performance that he had was due to the fact that Curtis Samuel was compromised and that Curtis Samuel did not play the entirety of this game. We have to think about that. That is very much so what we have to think about. Rahid Shahid, Rashid Shahid. We keep telling you that that guy is a landmine. Um, he's going to be one of those guys that's up and down, up and down, up and down. This was the week for him. Unfortunately, you don't know when he's going to have those weeks. Um, you know, Told people that they were going to pick up Jake Bobo. Yes, he reached our threshold, but he only got three opportunities, you know, at touching the ball. Um, as far as I think a good pickup maybe, uh, I really – I mean, it's going to be the usual suspects for us, the guys who, who we've been telling you guys to pick up if you need them on your team. And, again, it's, you know, it it's the Michael Wilsons. Maybe he steps up and, and becomes a lot more utilized or, or, or gets the ball more when Kyler Murray is back on the field. Um, Demario Douglas, if you're in deeper leagues, and you need seven, seven to eight points, he can get that for you. Jaden Reed of the the Green Bay Packers, if you need seven or eight points, he can get that for you. Uh, maybe Jonathan Mingo from the uh, Carolina Panthers, if you need seven or eight points, he can get that for you. There's nobody that is right now that you're going to say is, has the ceiling of uh, 20 points outside of Rashid Saheed, and you never know when he's going to do that. And the only person that I can say that you should be able to take a shot on right now is if, in in all actuality, in all honesty, you could take a shot on Jahan Dotson. But, again, you when you're taking a shot on him, you got to know that it's high risk, high reward. He may completely bust out on you for the rest of the season, but you'll be lucky to have him on your team.
Now, for tight end, number one tight end pickup, if you haven't gotten them already, it'll be Taysom Hill, it'll be Trey McBride, it'll be Logan Thomas. I put them in the order of Taysom Hill first, Trey McBride second, Logan Thomas third. Actually, no, Logan Thomas second, Trey McBride third. Donald Parham Jr., um, we know people are going to go out and get him, but again, I think his production this week was mostly predicated on the fact that there was no Gerald Everett. I know that they got they target this guy in the red zone, but Gerald Everett's not on IR. He only missed this one game. Um, I believe that because um, Zach Ertz, I think Zach, let me make sure, I think Zach Ertz was put on IR. Yeah, Zach Ertz was put on IR. Uh, so, you know, you're going to be looking at him. And, um, you know, after that, Dalton Schultz is a guy, even though, you know, he came back off of the bye week and didn't have a good game, he still got five targets, which is roughly around his, his usual what he's getting there. He just didn't get the touchdowns. Um, that you would expect him to get as the tight end. But Dalton Schultz is still available. I know people are going to look at the game and they're going to think that Jake Ferguson is good enough to put on their team. I'm going to say leave that landmine as well. Um, it's Taysom Hill. It's Logan Thomas. It's Trey McBride. It's Dalton Schultz in that order. So... Those are your tight end waiver wire pickups there. And, of course, our players of the week. Um, we're going to give it to – we're going to give it to the main man, man. We're going to give it to the guy out there, C.D. Lamb. He scored 41 fantasy points, which was about six points higher than anybody else in fantasy this week. He won you your week. If you had him on your roster, which I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't. I'm gonna be honest, with you, I I didn't have C.D. Lamb anywhere. You know, um, not, not not saying that C.D. Lamb wasn't wasn't a good play. I mean, he was good where we where he was being drafted. You know, he wasn't being overly drafted or anything like that. I just. I couldn't get get to him. Um, that's just one of those things I wasn't able to get get to him where I was drafting, um, so wasn't able to get him on my roster. But yeah, excuse me. Shout out to CD Lamb. Um, was gonna go Trey McBride, being the top tight end, but Sam Laporta tonight. Already has twenty four. Already has twenty five fantasy points. So he's right there with him. He probably will be over him by the end of the night here. Um, so wasn't gonna go. Not gonna go. Trey McBride there um, again. Uh, we're gonna go. C D Lamb, who had the most fantasy points of anybody out there this week uh, by a wide margin, and then. Um, You know, it was just it was a it was a feast of guys just out here just getting it done. You know what, man? We'll go. 
Another player of the week. We'll go to rookie in his first start. We'll go Will Levis, man, for putting up four touchdowns, no interceptions, and getting you 26.6 fantasy points. He'll be a player of the week, as well as the thanks a lot, Will Levis. You helped no one because nobody had you in their starting lineup. We weren't having that. Nobody was having you in their starting lineup. Thanks a lot, buddy. Thanks a lot. Um, some of our biggest hits. Uh, we, we we hit with John Dyson because we told you to play him this week. That was big time. Uh, we missed with Gabe Davis. We always miss with Gabe Davis. Whenever we tell you to start this motherfucker, he don't do shit. And then when we tell you not to start him, he comes out here and he does his fucking thing. So congratulations to him. Uh, Devontae Smith, we also told you to put him out there. And that was great. So he was one of our big hits as well. Uh, one of our biggest misses as well was Tyler Lockett, man. We told you not to play him and you missed out on 22 fantasy points. Our apologies for that. Jamison Crowder, 22.5 fantasy points. Thanks a lot, sir. You helped no one. You did you did you did incredible. You did a great job on on you won't even own nobody's roster. You were zero percent owned. Nobody owned you. And if they say they own you, they are a fucking lie. They're lying. And I'm pretty sure you were on somebody's uh daily fantasy team. Because you were like $300 and they just needed somebody to put at the end because they had all these juggernauts on their team. Like, so you probably helped somebody win like a million dollars even though nobody even wanted you on their fucking team. So thanks a lot. You helped nobody. And of course, Bust of the Week. We talked about it the other. We talked about it on the last episode. It's got to be them Kansas City dudes, man. You motherfuckers went out here against that trash ass team called the Denver Broncos, and motherfuckers gonna tell me, "Yo, divisional games are tough." Fuck that. This is the second time y'all have struggled against them dudes, and you shouldn't be. It's the fucking Broncos. You know, and also want to shout out Jameer Gibbs right now. Where Where is he at, man? He is out here. He's balling. He almost scored a touchdown on that play. Oh, he's only got, really? He's only got 15 fantasy points? Oh, he ain't getting no touchdowns. That's why. Yep, he ain't even in the, in the game right now. They got to reward this guy, man. Get him a touchdown. Yeah, they got to reward him and get him a touchdown. But... You know, yeah, the Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. Even though Travis Kelsey reached our threshold, I'm still calling him a bust of the week because he should have had a fucking touchdown. Ruin my parlay, bro. I understand. Like, people are like, oh, why you betting parlays? You know, I bet parlays as well. Um, no more than three legs if you're being serious about it. No more than three legs. And I had the, the three legs that I had. On the parlay, and I, I never really talk about my gambling. Um, but the three legs that I had on the parlay was, uh, let me pull that shit up so I can tell you guys the actual shit, you know. 
so I can tell you guys the actual shit of what I did here. So yeah, I had Tyreek Hill scoring a touchdown. Jordan Addison scoring a touchdown. And then Travis Kelsey was the third leg to score a touchdown. And he didn't score a touchdown. All he had to do was score a touchdown, bro. Like, come on, bro. You was there. You was out there, man. You know? But I know the parlays, man, you, you know, you 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 swing for the fences on some of them. You know, you swing for the fences on some of them, and then some of them you don't. So some of them you get, some of them you don't. But, I, again, I say stay away from those parlays if you really like betting, betting. Like, those – I do parlays, you know, for – after I put in my my straight bets and things like that, my real bets, the bets that I that I really want to win, parlays are just some things to like, you know, because those are gambling things. You, you're gambling when you're doing parlays. So, and I mean really, really gambling. There's no chance that all of those things are gonna hit. And people will sit up there and be like, "Oh, I'm great at parlays." No, you're not. You're not. You're not. If you were great at them, the sports books wouldn't let you do them. They wouldn't let you keep doing them if you were great at them. You're you're a you're an over you you hit you hit, but you ain't hitting the way you think you hitting because Vegas would have shut your ass down. Sports books will shut you down if you're beating them consistently. Over time, you're a losing better, and we we know it. You losing them parlays. That's why they let you do them shits. I think New Jersey made like fucking what uh a couple hundred million off of parlays alone. Like the state of New Jersey letting people bet that shit. They'll let you keep putting them parlays down cuz we they they know people don't win them shits. You'll hit every now and again. Like I hit on one yesterday um in basketball. I hit on one for like 50 bucks. You know, then you get the, then you get the high. You want to go again. That's how they get you. You be like, oh man, I, I can do it again. I can do it again, and it doesn't work out. But you know, stay away from those parlays when you're betting, guys. For real, stay away from those parlays. But I appreciate you guys listening to me. As always, man, we'll be back with you on Thursday with the, with the, uh, with the Thursday preview and the start sits for Thursday night football. I appreciate you again. Join that Patreon community, patreon.com forward slash fantasy AA. Choose your addiction level, earn perks, check out that bonus content. And of course, be true to thine self. Embrace your addiction. And as always, champ, earn your chip. I'll see you on the next one. I'm out.